In 2016, a new era of our show premiered on the CW. Featuring characters in The Flash and Arrow, it existed in their shadows quietly. However, it has since gained popularity and brought the three of us together to discuss the characters and their progression from Season 1. This week, it's not the 2010s where Arthur you asked for. Nick gives us the ultimate trauma dumping. Make like a wind and blow. We've been to the year 3000! Not much has changed, but your teammates six feet under. Definitely don't call us heroes. We are the legends of next week. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of The Legends of Next Week. I'm your host, Mary. I use she, her pronouns. He didn't she, her pronouns. And Kate, also using those she, her pronouns. So nice to be back this week, talking some legends. Making bad jokes. Mm-hmm. Always good jokes. Uh, we had such fun last week with Nate and James talking about Turncoat. If you've not listened to that episode, please go ahead. It's very fun. There's some good have- in- double entendres in that one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. I got, yeah, I got a message from my friend who listened to that. She was, she was listening last night, and she was saying she really liked the Gaslight Gatekeep Survivor's Guild. Child <laughs> <laughs> <Wild> murder. <laughs> Shout out, thank you for sending me that while I was suffering work last night. We always love any input or stuff you send our way. And this week we are talking Camelot 3000. The Jonas Brothers. I'm so glad. In the title. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Got to. The definitive 3000. Okay, don't know this one because old. Uh, the yes. Disney Channel. This <laughs> is definitely Mary and I's generation talking right here. Although I think I've heard that the year three thousand they covered that, that song, but it is a Jonas Brothers song. That, that would not surprise me. Listen, soccer is always gonna be the catchiest, I think, though. This one ranks up there though, pretty close. Uh this episode's title actually comes from a comic series that ran in the 80s and for DC called Camelot 3000. And it was about King Arthur Merlin and the reincarnated Knights of the Round Table as they reemerge in the year 3000 to fight an alien invasion masterminded by Morgan Le Fay. Nice. I just had a sudden, very <laughs> um, visceral memory come up. Wasn't there like a Disney Channel movie where it was like a high school is, is and that- all the... Hitting King Arthur's Court? Yeah. Oh, Avalon? Yes, Avalon! That's what it was called! I just like, I had the viscerals. I'm like, oh. Wait. Like, all reincarnated as King Arthur. Avalon. Etc. There was an Avalon. I would like to see that for research. Was Avalon. Anyone want to have a movie night? There was an Avalon based on uh, Anna Green Gables. That's the only one I know. Just in my cursory research of this Camelot 3000 comic, everyone gets, like, reincarnated into different bodies, and Sir Tristan is reincarnated as a woman. 
And then Maybe. she, her lover is also reincarnated as a woman, and now they're they're lesbians in the future. Good for them. Good for listen. Now, now, why couldn't we get that with the box? Why couldn't? Why couldn't? Why couldn't we just say, you know what? Forget gender with the Hawks. Why couldn't we have done that? That could have That's been so, so true. interesting. Wait, wait. And it's we never did anything. This begs the question of, were they together before they were reincarnated? They were. Ooh, Amazing. They each other. Oh, interesting. Aw, that's, that's cute stuff. That is. That's good. I love that. Love and this that. is a good episode. Before we dive in, um, did you know? Did you all ever have to read King Arthur as a requirement for school? Uh, I did not. I actually, oh. <laughs> I actually read it on my own. Yeah. Okay. Ray Potter style. Yep. We were actually required to read it in my eighth grade uh, English class. We were required to read um, a collection of King Arthur and the Knights of the Round Table and Tales. You know, like one of those like penguin. Classic. Oh, you're right. I did have to read it in school, but because I was interested in it, I went further. Oh, oh yeah. That. That's a funny thing about when you had to read books as a requirement in school, because I know so many people who use clip notes, and I was and I was always the kid who got. And I remember I got in trouble once on a quiz for um, to kill a mockingbird because I read ahead, <laughs> and I was like, oh nope. That's not the right answer to that question after I took the quiz. Like, I knew too much. Oh, I always read ahead, too, though. So I understand you. But yeah, we had to read Chaucer at some point. Yeah. Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, I got a story to tell you about that later. This is a very fun episode. I feel like this one has a lot of iconic scenes that you'll see in edits or screen caps. Uh, this very much caters to what I know Mary loves is seeing your favorite character bloody and an absolute mess. Uh-huh. And it's, guys, uh, because this episode it is, is direct uh, has such great direction. Our director for this episode, uh, Antonio uh, uh, Negre or Antonio Negre he also directed for Legends White Knights. Nice. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, love this. I love the tie in White Knights and Camelot 3000. That's so cute. Wasn't the uh, recap done by Nate this time? Or was that Ray? Because somebody, I couldn't tell the difference. I think it, it was Ray, I think. I think it's, it sounded like Brandon to me. I'm going to be honest. I kind of zoned out. I couldn't tell the difference. I like when Dom does it. Weirdly, and when um, Victor, they, I love when they do it. What so this it? episode actually begins in the future, the year of three thousand. I thought three thousand would look a little cooler than a lab, but no, with the lab. This looks straight up. This three thousand set looks like just a bunch of TV screens. <laughs> they don't Listen. have any money. Look, this is DC. This is this is the Arrowverse. How, we always have to have some kind of science lab. Look at the flash. We had us. We we had our whole. We pretty much have a whole twenty minutes in each episode that shot in the in the cortex or the speed lab. I mean, Arrow. We even had a lab on a boat. Yeah. 
This is true. But the, DC but this, loves their lab. This is this is literally a, a lab that has uh, Mike TV's uh, basement in it or something because they're so much. Mm-hmm. <laughs> eh, this, this is, is not nice. the Futurama future. Such a nice clean lab. Mm-hmm. Too bad it's gonna get ruined. I mean. Yeah, because Rip Hunter shows up, and that's what Rip does best, is ruin people. You know what? Poor Charles. Charles is just sitting there, living his life. Actually having a pretty good life, because he was blind, and now he's Yeah, apparently, apparently the year 3000, we can cure blindness now, so... Somebody might want to page Jordy LaForge, because he'd be very pissed off to find us out. Okay, yeah, okay, but the yeah, like the very the Jordy the Forge visor he was wearing, it was kind of like it was kind of slapped. Like that look. that was that was. I'm good. just saying. Well, he later got the you know the implants, but I'm saying what? Well, yeah, I'm like, wondering like is did he cure his blindness or is it like a cybernetic eye that looks real? Um, that will be fun. Oh, so many. I don't, I, I don't know. I don't know. But just like okay. Minus is cured. Sounds like, sounds like some future ableism. Yep. <laughs> sounds like CW era versus ableism. Yeah, it's, it's yeah. <laughs> this it's, is not the first or the last just, time we ki- will do it this. Ki- it kind of gave me pause for a, a, a little bit. There, I was like, hmm. See, see with with Jordy, they actually did it correctly. He didn't. He didn't get rid of his blindness. I mean, he could still see, but he didn't technically get rid of it. He was just able to see a little bit, but he's still blind. Yeah, yeah. But meanwhile, Rip is here, and Rip is so Rip is really bad at lying. He's oh, like, he "Yeah, is. we gotta wrap. I'm just trying to round up all the pieces because we're under siege." And um, he's like, "Um, no, I'm not giving you the piece." Yeah, so then- Charles. Did not believe his BF. Go, Charles. And then Rips go start stabbing. Yeah, killed the POC in the beginning of the show. That was okay. That yep. was yeah. I was really icked out by that. That was so. And it's not just that. It's that Ooh. Rip states, "You have hidden this piece of the spear in your body." Like. Mm. Which we didn't need gonna, to do that. Here's the thing. I can understand. I, I, I kind of have to say, I gotta say, Charles is pretty committed to pre- protecting his piece of sphere if it's inside his body. Uh, quick side note I do love um, the, I do love um, Chuck and Beth Chapel in Stargirl. I love, um, mm-hmm. I love that narration, Dr. Midnight. Beth Chapel is great. And um, mm-hmm. yeah, she, I, I, I but it, it it irked me so much how she how she was treated at first, big time. Okay, um, so here's my question: Where in the body did Charles hide this? I don't. I I don't. Where would you hide it? I I'm not going to mention it. <laughs> I I wait, mean I this. I think of it like honestly. Well, we don't know can't... how big the fragment was, too. That's the thing. Oh my god, it was in his eye, wasn't it? Oh, oh, Eden, why would you say that? That's like a Saw movie. Sorry. Oh, gosh. <laughs> okay, alright. Um, Let's move quickly on. That, Sorry but, for the yeah, horror vibe. That was the most violent death, and it kind of 
made me go like, oh. And no, yeah. No. That he was very that. bloody. We are kind of two for two in the series of characters of color dying <laughs> to serve a quote larger narrative, but have to suffer like brutally. Mm. Mm-hmm. Not great. No, thanks, Legends. Thanks. We're still in season two, which I they get better. They do, but boy, do we have growing pains. So back on the ship, Ray's like, "Oh, uh, when are we headed? I mean, where? I I know just now, and we're going to it's Detroit in the year three thousand specifically." Nate does not like the idea of the future, which I can relate. But yeah, didn't didn't they get into this? With Amaya and Nate, this really Ooh. awkward. This is so oh, weird. This is Nate's mommy issues coming up, I think. <laughs> I, okay. It really this is. is. Oh, this is also a very big miscommunication can make the a miscommunication of the last time. Because he's like, We're just having fun. And Amaya was like, Oh, okay. I think at this point Nate knows he wants more, but Amaya's still on we had fun version of this. Yeah. Amaya's commi- Amaya's taken the Amaya yeah, Amaya understands that from I me mean, Nate gave us like just you know, it's a casual hookup and Amaya's taken it as such and she's very emotionally mature about it, I feel. Oh, and then you have I love that she's I love that she's like stay on the ship. She's like very casual. Like, I mean, I would have said it too, but then he's like, You think I should stay on the ship? Which like I mean, I can understand like he thinks like her opinion matters, but Amaya's just like I'm not your boss. This feels very. Just I am a what man. You want. I am a man. I do. I do. I am a archaeologist man. I need to be on this because I'm very important man. It's. It is that, but it is also Nate needs to be told what to do. He he likes that. We can yeah. put. It, we could say it. We could say that's it. not. You know, okay. you can take it whatever way you want. Nate okay. likes to be told wait, what to wait. do. Wait, so. So him and Gary do have some qualities that are the same, Ben. They do. Oh, yep. Ah, that's why they wouldn't didn't work out. Exactly. Yep. It could never have worked. Could never have. It now. It could have never been. And when they land in three thousand, Nate is still arguing. It's so yeah. annoying. Yeah, and then like, I'm a professional. And then that's when Gideon's like, oh, I'm sorry. I can't seem to locate the spear anymore. The signal's vanished. And so, like, okay, crap. Um, Nick, and I love the mix, just like, okay, great. Hey, does the year 3000 still have booze? Like it. <laughs> Which so I think weird. they do, but Nick never gets to find out. I mean, Wait. ever. Is it is it like the super booze that Barry has to drink to get drunk? <laughs> oh, see, I was imagining in the, in the future we're not eating anymore. Like they oh, just yeah. have a patch we're and just, you just slap it on and then you get drunk. Or or but, you have cubes that taste like different things. Oh, is it like is <laughs> all the food is cube shaped? Where, <laughs> where are you going, Nick, to get a drink? <laughs> How long them. was that? Yeah, how instead, long that? instead of getting a drink, they end up in the lab again. First, really freaking bloody. I mean, this was bloody. really okay. Before we get to the awful bloody body on the floor, yeah. this is so funny. Jax goes, well, they're like, Jax, you need to turn the light on. And Jax goes, 
Oh man, what does a light switch look like in the future? Oh Just yeah, a light switch. And he goes, prove on. <laughs> that was so hysterical to me, and it, it just is like funny. Ron's never here's... got to do enough comedy. No, here's the thing: like, it's too bad it wasn't like a clapper or a snapper, one of the motion activated <laughs> lights. You just have to say on really loudly. You just go. No, you know it. it'd be like Alexa, turn the light on. Well, as yeah. we'll see in this episode, the little headband thingy that makes you mind control people—you could just do that with the lights. Yeah, the Professor X move. That that's yeah. very um. That those headbands are very Star Trekky to me. I don't know. Yeah. We'll yeah. Quick callback. Um, I just gotta say that. Rip find that we know that Rip Rip immediately took notice of that that Charles was developing that and that t- and it's like right there like I mean that alone just tells me aside from just the fact that Charles is working in the lab and he's making and he's very comfortable there he's a smart guy he's a really also, smart guy also, this man is smart and he did not deserve to die also mm-hmm. he went from the 1940s where um black men didn't really have you know weren't allowed to do much to the future where he can do whatever the hell he wanted so that was probably great for charles i would like to hope that um i would like to hope that um there are there were a lot of freaking strides in making sure that racial equality was established that prejudice was slowly like dialed down over the years i'd like to hope that i like to hope that but i don't don't always have i don't have as much faith in humanity as i used to I do think it was better than 19-something, though. 1940. Yeah. I would hope so. We didn't get a whole <laughs> lot of social... No, we just got a murdered ideas. body on the floor. Yeah. Yeah. And it's so dark that immediately they make a joke of, like, um, Mick says, rest in peace. Because Amaya comes in and is visibly upset because this yeah, was her friend and her yeah. teammate. And Mick goes, rest in peace. And they're like, that was nice, Mick. It's like, nah, that's what he wrote on the floor in his own blood. And then, and then like, Jack's like, that's not rest in peace. That's rip. On a, which, I know they wrote it as so dramatic. Yeah. It's really funny. <laughs> Just like, wait, he wasn't writing rest in peace. He was writing rip. He was writing the name of his killer. That's dun, dun, so, dun. so drama of you. But Charles's death, it really, it awakens a, some grief in Amaya here. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, the last person she's seen alive is Todd. And he was an old man at that point. And now she's seen Charles again. He's probably, what, maybe a decade older than he was when, a couple decades older than when she, when she last saw him. And now he's dead. She doesn't know where her other two teammates are. So for the count, two of her former teammates are dead. Uh-huh. One, she's she knows he's living in he's living out his life. He's happy, but she's never going to be able to see uh-huh. the version of the friend she knew. She can't pick back off. She had she left, and it's done. Friendships, there's no going back. Uh-huh. But it awakens such a grief in her, and she really takes it on Sarah for saying well why did you why did you let Jax just kill him mm-hmm. him being rip yeah and stein tries to have a moment of we're not uh or no sarah tries to say but we're not killers of bias stein goes yeah except for rory and 
you, Miss Lance, and I'm, I'm going to stop helping now. Yeah, thanks a lot, Marty. No <laughs> way, Marty. I, I get this argument, but, like, I feel like um, Maya was a little tough on Sarah here. I get why. I just feel like it was, because I feel like, again, Sarah was in a no-win situation. Sarah, she was. Sarah did not want Jack to kill somebody and you know, because that does something to somebody. And she didn't want that for Jax. And I get why she went that way. But I think Amaya's still not understanding why. She has this idea of, like, you put the team before, or Sarah says, you've put, we put the team before tactics. Exactly. As to JSA. And we have to think that Amaya's still in her, like, where she fully hasn't broke the rules really she's only done it a couple of times but she's still living by the gsa handbook i like to argue here actually that um i feel like she was moving on she was making these strides to get to know her new team but seeing charles die it kind of reminds mm-hmm. her of what's what why she came on here she came on here to essentially find rex's killer to avenge him and seeing and seeing that she's lost a member of her team, um, mm-hmm. that kind of reignites that bitterness spark. It's her compromising a little bit, I would say, her feelings in order to keep moving. She remembers why she came on, and she's yeah, trying to cling to that purpose. And even when she goes, "You're going to just murder him," and she goes, "No, I'm JSA would do something about him, but I'm not." And you can see like the emotional slip in her when she. Finally, like, snaps to Sarah and says, she's yelling at Sarah for giving them a piece of the spirit and letting Rip go. Yes. says, this must be why your team loses all the time. Oh, yeah. that, that was, hurt. That was mm, good for and her. You, and you can see the pain in Sarah's face because she genuinely, like, again, was in a horror spot. She'd rather Jax not be tainted by killing somebody because she knows what that does to somebody. She's been oh, yeah. on the other side, so she understands. I think Maya, because she's never dealt with that, really, that she doesn't understand as much as Sarah does, because Sarah was a killer. And in season three, we do see Maya kind of go through that. Yeah. Actually, too. I mean, up to now, all we know that but um, um, mm-hmm. Maya has been fighting against Nazis, pretty much. And as well as other horrible figures of history, the legends have encountered. I have this is, this is gonna be my other nerd fandom thing. Uh, so um there's actually an episode of Xena that's kind of ties in that's interesting. Doctor never killed anybody. He was kind of the innocent whatever. Like and Xena mm-hmm. was always trying to get where Doctor doesn't kill anybody. He actually killed somebody and he just like like you could see the change in him of how bad he felt. I feel like that would have definitely happened with Jax because Jax just has like him a pure heart, and that would have just devastated him totally if he killed Rip. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when Gideon announces, "All right, I found um, Lily's algorithm," told me where the next piece of the spear I... is, and it's in 500 AD. You know what? We love Gideon giving credit where credit is due. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Happy International Women's Month. Yes, yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah. 
We're we love girl boss. <laughs> you you and I just keep saying it to that the labors. <laughs> we do. And we're going to go to Camelot. It's a very it's silly Camelot. place. Yes. <laughs> it's only a model. <laughs> there, we're gonna go find the grail? No. The Spear. fact that the fact that we went to Camelot and Legends and like Monty Python and the Holy Grail. It's <laughs> the fact that Legends canonical ending is Monty Python. You're so right. Yeah. <laughs> it really, it's, 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 it's the only way we could have gone. This is we listen, the whole show is essentially Monty Python and the Holy Grail, really. Just a little yeah. more it's oh. just a, a little more PC. His name is Camelot. We like to dance. Sorry, it was also I musical called Spamalot. Oh my god, Spamalot! So if you haven't funny. listened to Spamalot, you got to go do that. Please, Whatever happened to my part? my part? It was exciting at the start. You know who would have loved Spamalot? Ray. Ray oh, is such God. a yeah. Arthur Ray fan Ray. Oh, I know Ray. Oh, come on. Ray definitely knows Spamalot. Oh, no. Gary singing You Can't Succeed on Broadway without any Jews would have been amazing. Thank you. Yeah. So true. But Nate's finally excited. He's like, yeah, I get to go to a well-documented area of history. Meanwhile, Ray is living his best Renfair life. Okay, let's not lie. Um, Kate agreed with me after in the chat here, and we're like, "Oh, Ray's some kind of neurodivergent because he's so fixated on Camelot since twelve, since twelve years old." So, um, there's a part of Ray that's neurodivergent. I don't know what he is. He's neurodivergent. Ray, Ray with Camelot is that's it's like giving me flashbacks of me with um Greek mythology and the Percy Jackson oh. series. Oh <laughs> yeah, yeah. I or, was also. Oh. Also, very not Percy Jackson, but I was also very into Greek mythology, like obsessed with it. That was me with ancient Egypt. Let me hear you. Let me let me hear you say yeah if you're one of those mythology kids. Yeah, yeah. That's why you're watching (laughs) Legends, aren't you? That's why you're here. (laughs) But Ray's so excited. He's like, I can't wait to see and all and damsel in distress. And Nate's like, well. Nate was like, well, actually, jousting didn't come around to the 13th Shut up, Nate. Nate is a freaking Debbie Downer. (laughs) Nate is, Nate's a fact checker. Nate, you got laid last week. Like, come on. (laughs) Let everyone else have a good time. If you're like this when you get laid, you should get laid a whole lot Remember the SNL skit with Rachel Dresch being Debbie Downer? This is freaking Actually, can I bring up, you know what I think of now? I don't think of Debbie Downer. I think of the Adam Driver Medieval Times sketch. Oh, that is a good one. Adam Driver on SNL is always a He's funny. Yeah, he's funny. God, he's so funny. (laughs) Career day. Career day. The science teacher. Uh, This is is Ray's first mention of I am Sir Raymond of the Palms. He's He's so so adorable in his uh, hyperfixation. You know, he you know he called himself out when he was twelve and he was just yes. one of the backup. Listen, we, we all have some fake name 
that we've all wanted to use personally, whether or not we had the balls to do a Starbucks or not. Mm-hmm. But Nate, Nate, now that we've all shared our names, <laughs> you know what? Nate likes you shoot down your dream and say, no, this is wrong. Well, he misquotes it and says, those who don't learn from the past are doomed to repeat it. It's history. You misquoted it, um, actually. <laughs> look, look, I enjoy Amaya putting him in his place. And she's like, isn't that a plague costume? Why are you just like, oh, that right. happens after. Wait, yeah. guys, he's Nate explaining again. Oh, my he's God, Nate he explaining again. That's chronic. It's a problem. But before we get to Nate's leper costume, Stein oh. is tinkering in the lab and then Meg walks in and interrupts He's in his room, room, actually. He's in his room and he just shoves it under his chest. <laughs> he shoves it under. Did you steal something? Thieves have a certain smell. Actually, I, I love the... Cannibal like, era. What did you steal? Excuse me? Ha! Huh? That just makes you sound more guilty. <laughs> Mick, I love it. We've mentioned this before. The Mick-Stein relationship is very complex. Mm-hmm. But, wow, is it entertaining. Absolutely. It has I love that he calls him Professor. And downs. Oh, yeah. Uh, one, of my, one of the best scenes is them in Moonshot. But that'll be... We'll get oh, there when we get there. I cannot wait. We will get there when we get there. That's for all it goes to When he sees that Stein stole the tech, he goes, there's hope for you yet, Professor. He's, he's so proud of him. Proud? Sorry. Uh, we know Stein has sticky fingers from the last West, from the Western episode when he said my dad oh, used to take yeah. me to card games. Honestly, I'm sad that they didn't get a, we should have, we deserved a Martin, like, um, Mick buddy episode. I, <laughs> I'm just wondering, was, was it, was it, um, wasn't Victor playing Stein as a mobster in the Flash musical episode? Yes. I think it, we, we should have taken the body swap episode with Jax a little further and Stein just keeps swapping with other Legends members. Oh my look, god. Look, oh my we're god. still, we're still on our Adam plays everybody pick if we do it. <laughs> I'll never get over um, him him playing sorry, playing Gary. Iconic. Anyway. Okay, I have to make a comment here. So they're hiking around in the woods as you do in Camelot. And Nate's, again, being Debbie Downer. I mean, like, they're just stories away. But he says he says but no, these aren't, these are like stories. The actual Dark Ages was when civilization collapsed. Like, Western civilization. Exactly. Other places were doing fine. Exactly. Nate. Um, I this wrote it here England. in my notes. Nate just cliff noted them all. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's the one dressed like a leper and all these knights pop out of bushes. They just come pop out. It is literally something out of Monty Python. We are the knights who say, me! You know what? I love that they're like, uh, knights are not a thing. I am wearing a historically correct correct outfit here. You look like a leper. (laughs) And you guys are dressed like you're going to the Red Fair. (laughs) And what of it? I do love that Ray is like, wait, I mean, Park. (laughs) 
mistress of solace, Raymond of the Palms, and is very is very men and women. He thinks it's Arthur at first because we just see someone. Full yeah, suit of armor. Like, you, you know what Arthur. I also love it's the crest. You know yes. what I also love, like Nate going. That's not how they talk. Your dialect is way off. Me. There are times when I am it. That's literally me. Yeah, same here. Sometimes I'm like, I'm like, no, listen. This feels like a very Lord of the Rings Eowyn moment, but yeah. It is because the knight takes off her helmet and I am Guinevere. And Guinevere is damn hot. Can we? Okay, I got a season. Ready or not, people. First of all, yeah, it's very important. She's charity and ready or not, absolutely slayed. Good for her, literally. <sighs> but Continue. yeah, she she was she was. A, we looked at um some IMPDs. We'll get to some of the good ones in a minute. So. <laughs> <laughs> um, but no, like she was an orphan black. Uh, she was in the Good Doctor. Um, of course, ready or not couple of things he's canadian he has the credits she was not in supernatural so good for her yeah there you know? we go and she invites them all but your leper must stay outside the castle gates <laughs> nate is so pissed off and it's so funny that's good ray's british accent is not good no it's i, I kind of wish b was here with us because she'd just probably go i <laughs> think how bad it was i I wish Veer Abby was here to critique. Yes. I do do have a piece of trivia that Brandon Ruth said this is possibly his favorite episode that he's filmed. Getting to sword fight and wear the you, armor. You could oh, tell. I though. don't blame him. But I, ha- feel, I could tell. You could tell he was having a lot of fun with this episode. He was he was and having so much fun. Again, the he red, got to do a lot here. The red hair comes up again later on when he like because Nora's we never mm-hmm. run fair. Oh my gosh! Yes. I want to go to a rent fair so bad. Oh, they're fun. I, they're totally fun. I've been. I, I gotta, I gotta find them when they pop up again because I would like. You gotta to come see them. me. I'll take you okay. to the one near me. Yeah, they, they, uh, and people, they do, they do indeed have jousting. So screw it, Nate. Yeah, you get to cheer for your night. It's a meat on a stick. Good okay. times. Okay. Listen, Bestie, if I ever, if we ever go to a rent fair together, if I, if the three of us go to a rent fair together, I will be in costume because I am a nerd. Yeah. Um, we if will people who don't wear costumes are the nerds. Um, we all will be. Why I else mean, are you here if you're not going to wear a costume? Exactly. That's true. That, yeah. I got that Comic Con in May. I need to make some freaking cosplay. Mm-hmm. Yes. Uh, but then, so we meet King Arthur and his Knights of the Round Table, and they say, well, we're going to consult with Merlin, our magician, and Nate's like, oh, no, boy. No, <laughs> I, lo- I love, first he goes, I have to consult, and he's like, don't say it. Don't say it, Merlin. The King Arthur actor was in two Supernatural episodes, right? Yes, as two separate people. I do not recall this man at all. Sorry. Good I don't mind. Well, he ha- he was wearing a wig at this one. Let's be real. But um, listen, as King Arthur's go, uh, you He's know not- he looks like the he looks like the standard King Arthur. Um, I'm gonna say something very sacrilegious, but I'm very sorry. Mm-hmm. 
I liked that. I I know Once Upon a Time has not aged well. I kind of liked Evil King Arthur in Once Upon a Time. I agree. I haven't seen it, but I do support. Oh, he, oh so he was evil and then he died and he's like i'm gonna rule the underworld now that's this, this is my new kingdom i love that um honestly this is not the best king arthur good looking king arthur i've seen he's not good no. i need to you watch that wonder, king arthur you wait wait with, you kind of wonder <laughs> okay here's me joel edgerton is king arthur in that here Here's here's me wondering how did you get somebody yes. as gorgeous as Guinevere? His, his well. personality. Uh, I think it was just for the kingdom, as we find out later. Maybe we do. They both have different tastes. Mm, yeah. Um. But very Mer- king and queen of France. Very. Mm. Ki- oh my god, you're so real. Because <laughs> Merlin comes in. Or moves a hood, and it's Stargirl! Again, Stargirl, what is your taste? Just saying. I gotta um, ask a quick question. <laughs> this is about her hair, this whole episode. I yes! know it's a wig. Who she yes! is having crimped hair in the 500s? Crimping went out in like 2007. I loved it. Yeah. <laughs> well, okay. that is the cosmic staff function as a curling iron in this universe? It better. Okay, here's my question. So, how, okay, since, since, since you know Stargirl, how many Stargirls are there? So we have, um, so we have this, star, so this Stargirl is our Earth 1 Stargirl. Mm-hmm. And then we have Earth 2 because of okay. the crisis. Earth 2, we have another Stargirl. They both have the same name. We just have different actors, actresses playing them. Okay. I think uh, I know. I think this this actress. Um, God, I I know she was in Sarah Gray. She was in a Netflix show. I don't remember which one, but I think it was like kind of super. Na- okay, Mary might have this. She was in The Order. The Order oh. was, that, wait, was wait was that the one with the adults vanishing? And the, and the was that the one with Catherine Newton? No, it had Catherine Isabel in it. Oh, thank you, my queen. It's, it's, she I'm, was in I'm she was sorry. Amanda in um the 2017 Power Rangers. Okay, so well. this is oh, another dope. this is another thought because technically didn't like Crisis destroy all the earth. Yeah. I don't right. understand this whole thing. I do not. Uh, like, it's like reality was rewritten again. Yeah, um I Thanks to Oliver I Queen. Oliver Actually, we should th- actually it's the anti actually the anti monitor started a lot of bull crap. But this is the true. Mo- actually, the monitor technically started the bull crap. And look, then look, the look. I'm just I'm just results. gonna blame everything on Oliver Queen. Sorry, but he did die and fix it. That so. sounds like a good idea. <laughs> good for him. <laughs> good for him. But um, yeah, Star Girl reveals herself, and then she's like, "Courtney, what are you doing here, Amaya?" So they they're trying to make up. And meanwhile, in the back, Sarah and Guinevere chatting. Damn, they're flirting. And And she's like, I'm dedicated to Arthur's cause as his queen and his warrior. Yeah, and she's like, I don't like the politics stuff. I don't blame her. But but, but, um, two gorgeous ladies interested in each other is a good thing. 
I'm, this was very important to me in college. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah, I was also in college when this came out. And um, yeah, this is very important to me. Um, this is important for my growth. Mm-hmm. For my self-discovery. Absolutely. Okay, let's not lie. Um, it's also, just like a uh, thirst material with two gorgeous women looking we're at just, each other. We're just, we're just, we're, we're really queer. Yeah. Um, also, can I just say that this thing you know is like, dang, I'm mad my parents were never written to Lord of the Rings because I really could have used seeing women sword fight in my childhood a lot. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? No, I've never seen Lord of the Rings. You have to because Aowen. And yes, yeah, we had we had Pirates of the Caribbean. Arwen, Arwen. That's as true. Well. That's true. I, I, I Aowen and Arwen, and they're both awesome. I, I, that's true. I, I didn't get, I didn't get that early in that age, though. It's like, dang it. It's true. But also, having... Willow, Willow has Sorsha, who also, that's true. Okay. Okay. Also, um, quick bullshit. Why are they canceling Willow after one season? I'm mad. I haven't even seen it. It's like, I have to see it. I've been stressed, because, so I haven't um, seen it. I'll but I'm mad. I'll give you one guess. Oh, yeah. I'll lesbians. give you one guess. Yeah. Dang you, Disney. Um, Meanwhile, while Sarah and Guinevere are having their little chat, and it's like, oh, you know, Arthur is, you know, spearing a boar or whatever men do. He's out there getting his ass kicked by the Black Knight. Yeah, And of course when the Black Knight lifts his hood after Arthur says, I'd rather die than surrender, Black Hood lifts, it's Damien Dark, and he's a... you know what? Is that not the show? Yes. I would have took the Black Knight for Monty Python. Yes! Come on! Your your arm's gone. What is that there? I've had worse! (laughs) But Damien just. I feel like Damien just doesn't. bleed on me? (laughs) <laughs> yeah, I feel like Damien is just pretty much in his bitch error here because he's like, I- I'm just doing this to live. I don't give a crap about this. Stuff. I think I'm trying to. Re- I remember one of my teachers in high school showed the class, showed our class the clip of the Black Knight from Monty Python, and oh that my was God. my first exposure ever to Monty Python to oh the Holy Grail. So that was that. That was like one of my top moments of teachers exposing me to media. The other was my photography teacher making me sit down and watch the Princess Bride trailer. Nice. Oh, Princess Bride's so good. Dang, can you imagine if we got a Princess Bride inspired episode? Man, that would have been great. We had a Storming the Castle reference. We did have that in the class. But that's about all. That was was a crossover. Yeah, but this crossover's just got it. We also needed um, the man with the six fingers. That would have been fun. That would have been... Oh, I was going to say that's Merlin, but he doesn't have a hand. Oh, what, mom? Oh. I gotta <laughs> say, Rip in his new evil outfit. I love Rip's evil outfits. I love his haircut. Why is he I so hot evil? <laughs> he's so hot evil. Like He's not hot as Rip, but he's hot as evil Rip. Me again, telling myself, please stop thirsting over the what over men when they're evil. <laughs> when you're evil, 
Listen, I rewatched season one of Vox Machina this weekend. I have. Yeah, evil just makes you if hotter. You know, you know. I'm sorry. Uh, Ray is uh, <laughs> while back in the castle. Uh, Ray and Nate are talking. Ray's like, oh my god, it's Sir Galahad. And he goes over to talk to him. And Nate is so annoyed. I'm gonna say it. Galahad's trying to get some. You know what? <laughs> Galahad <laughs> wants some. Hold on. Galahad? Nate, Nate is also jealous because he's seeing his man who after another man. <laughs> actually um i just realized we forgot um <laughs> i just realized we forgot to we forgot that courtney explained what she was doing in campbell all right to them. i just forgot i'm like i we was looking up i'm sorry we were that was so not very feminist of us sorry <laughs> we were so excited about women loving women <laughs> i am so sorry um, let's can, let's pick that up. So what's Courtney doing? Let's quickly backtrack. But Courtney was explaining how sh- how the JSA was sent on a mission. It was 1951, right? Mm-hmm. Something like that. Um, the mission that Todd got benched for because gay, <laughs> because he's gay. <laughs> they were sent on a mission to retrieve the Spear of Destiny, and they were accompanied. And I know she says this by a Time Master. So this was pre legend. And um, so the Time Master that joined them was none other than our Rip Hunter. Of course. They recovered the spear, but they had to break it into four separate pieces, which results which resulted in the JSA in order to make sure no one could ever, ever put the spear back together, was dropped off in four different time periods and told to hide the spear. So Rip obviously hid his in his time ship. Charles. Charles. We don't know. Charles Charles went full balls to the wall and put it in himself. Good and um, Courtney's hidden her fragment. So, and we know Hank is Henry. Dang it! <laughs> <laughs> You're allowed to forget now. Stupid Hayward, man. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Henry H. is there, like seriously two name like H <laughs> Well, oh my um, god. Hank, Hank is Henry, Henry Jr. Wait. That, wait, was it Haywood? Actually, H.H. H. Holmes. Nate would, Nate would be horrified. Yeah. But anyway, so it's in four equal pieces. So, that, sorry, I forgot to know them. So, and Courtney's not telling them where, where her fragment is. She's not giving that up. She's valid because they already lost like two of them. Yeah, they don't have a great track record. No. Yeah. Uh, uh, Galahad kind of Galahad and Ray are flirting. They uh, are flirting. And he's like, he's like, "Oh, Galahad, I'm such a big fan of yours. Ah, you make wind. Wind. Well, right. hey, he's probably so what a fan is because at that time fans didn't exist. I. So this is one of my favorite things about time travel shows. I love fan jokes because they did this in Doctor Who with Chris Reckleston and Charles Dickens. They did that same joke. It's still good. Still funny. I'm sorry. It's so <laughs> I love silly. a good time. It's so silly, but it's so funny. That's that's why I love time travel shows, because they can do corny crap like this. And it's mm-hmm. the fun part about um Gallahand is like wasn't it he was a virgin in um, Monty Python and the Holy Grail 
We're, we must not forget Sir Robin who ran away. <laughs> um, Sir Robin's really funny also in the musical. That was David Hyde Pierce. New hydration oh, yeah. Take a drink every time we mention Spamalot. Holy grail. Spamalot's a good musical. I'm just it is good. Mm-hmm. Especially since you have Tim Curry as like King Arthur. There are some yeah. who call me Tim. And they eat Robin's minstrels. <laughs> ah, so good. So they're all chatting, and then ah, Arthur has returned, and we think he's got the Black Knight in uh, chains. But then Arthur pulls Star Girl to him, has the That's knife it. to her throat, and I love the way Damien Damn, takes his helmet consent. off. Exactly. Damien takes the helmet off and goes, yeah, sorry about the ruse. Oh, hey, guys. Hey, hey guys. <laughs> Again, this is the start of Damien being very freaking hilarious. <laughs> I love that they did that with him. Greatest, I think, so here's the thing. Damien is a very despicable character. Oh, he Let's is, get that sure. straight. He is, he's a Nazi. He's, he's, done, he's done terrible, awful things. And he's pretty, he's pretty, I mean, I still can't forgive him. I'm sorry. I will yeah. never forgive him. But the way Neil, Neil channels so much um, delight into mm-hmm. him, just him taking pleasure in the weirdest and, and just the freedomless little things. Oh, hey, guys. Like, the time travel. It's, like, it's so good. It just, like... You, you hate the character, but you you gotta love the act playing him. I wonder how much was improvised. I wonder oh. how much I wonder how much Damien Dark dialogue is written, and how much of stuff he said. I would yeah, love to know. I will never forget in the in the in the pre Legends crossover when he's giggling as he's killing a man. <laughs> you know what though? Like as Damien goes on. He has some good uh, character development, even if he's like very despicable. They gave him some good, oh, yeah. good, good, good character. He did more on Legends than he could have ever done on Arrow. Oh yeah, Absolutely. for sure. Leg- he fit in so well with the Legends. Like he, in a way, he was the va- he was the Vandal Savage we realized we wanted to see. You're so real for that and correct. Considering <laughs> how they will adjust Vandal Savage in season four. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think that Damien and Vandal would have been the ultimate evil duo, which would have been terrible. Oh. That would have been like, that would have been it. chilling. Damn it, we <laughs> couldn't get Casper back, man. Casper's uh, suit in that Instagram story was so good, though. Oh, mm. excellent. <laughs> That's great. Uh, also, and t- also, in Men Being Evil... I love then Rip slides in. It's like, and he mm-hmm. says, "Give us a smile, Arthur." Mm. And you just see this awful, like, like strange oh. smile. They're like, "Arthur, our king." Sorry, your king has left the building. And he looks around. Nobody, oh, gets nobody it. got the. Oh. I thought they actually literally had Elvis actor though. Yes. Okay. <laughs> Then sword fight breaks out, and in the midst of it all, somebody gets murdered. 
Oh, oh, Sir Galahad, we barely knew you. Rip. Would you, like to tell, would you like to tell the audience where they can see Sir Galahad's actor again? Oh, that's correct. So Neil Webb, our guy who played Sir Galahad, he's been in a lot of things. He's very talented. I'd say you probably saw him most recently in Peacemaker as, quote, Cool Steve, which Raise is yourself. the head neo-Nazi in all the prison scenes of he was Peacemaker. And when he gets lie. taken over by the butterflies. I don't like Nazis, but he played a Nazi very well. <laughs> he did. He's very talented. <laughs> Never gonna hear Eden. I'm ne- Eden, I, I'm never gonna hear you say that again. I'm glad I'm never gonna hear you say that again. You're not. But, but yeah, yeah like, um, he died in this too. <laughs> did, did, and Ray did mourned Adrian his new him? boyfriend. He was sad that his new love died. I think he blew up in Peacemaker. Um, yeah, I think he died in that explosion. The the scene, the butterfly release scene with Monster playing in the background, smacks. God, that's, it's good. That's listen. Is it? Is it's like un, It's unsettling with the white supremacy scenes, which is the intention. Absolutely, I understand the intention, but the butterflies are what truly makes it unsettling. Yep. Then you have the dad from Riverdale in there. One of them, <sighs> Al Cooper. He's Al there. Cooper. <laughs> He's there. I'm sorry, sir. I will always remember you as Al Cooper. <laughs> Sorry to your actual career. <laughs> man, we never got this man on Legends, but what if? What if? We could have gotten him for something. We got canceled too early. And so they try and reach for Arthur after, because it's Arthur who kills Galahad. And Rip yeah. makes him put the blade to his throat and says, if I just think it, he'll kill himself. And we've realized that Arthur has the mind whammy technology chip on his head and rip has the control yep that technology feels very borg like to me Mm. (laughs) it's very mad hatter it's giving me me inhibitor chips vibes yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) so after they kind of leave and they say bring us the piece of the spear or otherwise, an army at dawn, or whatever. And Sarah and Guinevere start having a talk, and Sarah says to Guinevere, who's notably upset, and she yeah. says, Camelot is looking to you to lead them now. And she's worried and upset. And Sarah says a line that I think, I think is one of the thesis statements of Legends, of, mm-hmm. you have to believe he can be saved. Yep. Otherwise, he's lost. Yes. Yep. You have to believe that you can help. Otherwise, there's no hope. I love, too, in the scene that she's also channeling her own experience in becoming Captain the Wave Rider, which says sometimes the mantle will just fall into your lap and you have to take it up. Because really, that's what happened with her being captain. Mm-hmm. It never, she never, I mean, Martin was the only one to point out to her, was like, hey, actually, um, you're our captain. I'm, I'm an idiot. You know what, Martin's dying can never be captain it would have never worked at all no martin oh. martin has too much ego they but uh, but so with this come the bridge plan is like okay we gotta get the sphere fragment and get the heck out of camelot courtney's Meanwhile, not giving them it 
Meanwhile, we haven't gone to the Wave Rider in a while. <laughs> oh yeah, what's happening on the Wave Rider, Eden? They're they're playing with their technology. And Jax comes in and is like, Stein, like, what are you doing? Like, where'd you get that? You did it. <laughs> and Nick like, nicked it off a dead guy. <laughs> Nick was so so proud of him. He really was. He was like, well, you stole it. And Stein tries to say, well, thank goodness I did, because if we re-engineer it, we could use it to overtake the army that the Legion would be making against and Jack's Camelot. Like, How are we going to yeah. do that? Who well, we'd need a, like, a very strong brain. You mean oh, you. Sweet. Well, if you insist. If you- yeah. Again, we see you, Marty. Marty. Yeah, we see you. And so, like, Mick, once again, is the freaking guinea pig for something. After he's been brainwashed to be a... Uh, yeah, this was really like, great for Mick. I'll you. take a moment and think about this. Yeah, literally was brainwashed to be I, an assassin. But, oh, this is good. Yeah, you should be doing this. I love that Martin's like, Mr. Rory, I command you to stand up. Do you feel anything? Anything at all? Yes. <laughs> oh, Working? Really? I'm hungry. I'm not going to lie. I fully expect to make the prop Dustin right then and there. <laughs> honestly, honestly, That's I'm it. surprised Mick agreed to this after uh, season Mick one. Mick didn't give a crap. <laughs> but after season one, for somebody else to True. play with his brain, how did he agree to this? I don't know. I think it's, again, kind of that just when you get to just kind of accepting it's like, well, this to is... Give? This is what I have to do now. This is my job. This is my lot in life. He, I feel like he really did just like lose a lot of hope, and just he was, he's still, he's feel, he's feeling a little bit on his own. He lost his buddy, mm-hmm. and he does. He's and he and he tried to make Ray his replacement, and it didn't work. He, Nick is so annihilated. Friends to Maya and. Now she's now she and Nate are kind of hanging out more, so he's kind of on his lonesome, and I feel like he's kind of starting to retreat a little bit, not visibly, but mm-hmm. like kind of internally. He's yeah, Mick is himself. like an island on his own. We kind of cut from failed plan one mm-hmm. uh, to someone who actually knows what they're doing, Guinevere, <laughs> and she's, she's totally on does. her horse, and she is giving this speech that oh, in terms of like. This is like a today, this is our Independence Day speech. We married Braveheart in Independence Day, essentially. And it's also JFK. Dude, ask not what you could do for your country, but what your country can do for you. Because it ends with basically she states that the hope is lost and that it all seems dire, but that Camelot isn't about one man or her or anyone else is that Camelot is about the dream and that we everyone here is Camelot. Camelot. We are Camelot. And it's like, and- it's so funny because Camelot was seen as this perfect place that ended up getting corrupted anyway. So oh, yeah. That? That's the funniest part about it. Mm-hmm. It's not funny, but it's like, it's interesting. It's a little funny. Look, it's 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 interesting from a literary standpoint. Just, I mean, how many stories have you read where 
there was a dream of this place that was perfect and wonderful and it just it over time it's just corrupted and er erodes away look i support morgan lefay's wrongs just saying that's valid i did write here (laughs) i wrote ray is drinking the kool-aid Hey, is my note here. Ray um, is ready to die for Camelot. Look, um, Ray literally was twelve when he started ringing King Arthur. Um, we have to remember that Ray really didn't have any much friends because we see that in season three. So books were his friends. That's funny. Even tells Nate, like when Nate says, "You're gonna risk all of this for some crazy dream," and it's like, but that dream meant the world. To me when i was 12 like this was my dream in my life again we start seeing the ray we know and love here we do exactly this is i think this is when we get him will i admit i will say i think ray is a little bit blinded by the fantasy yeah when he's yeah he's definitely blinded by the fantasy but he, but again, but he's, but also Ray Palmer is someone who is always committed to doing the right thing. What he believes like, is the right thing. But if you were in a position also, yes, he goes a little far, that something you love is about to be destroyed. Wouldn't you defend that thing that you love? Who would? Because you love it so very much. Mm-hmm. That's even where the, he's coming from. And even to the point when Nate opens his Camelot book and it's his Ray's funeral and he's like, Darn, right? Yeah, he doesn't even look upset. He's just like, it's damn it, it's an, funny, it's an illuminated manuscript. <laughs> yeah, that manuscript changed. That's so weird because later on um, they have cool. him kneeling and getting knighted. It's so weird. Well, we saw that in the pilot, actually. No, not the pilot. Yeah, out of time. Yeah. We saw that we out did. of time when he's pointing that out. Um, yes, but it's kind of nice to see that callback to. There. I mean, we didn't really get it with some of the other stuff we saw, but it's nice they call back to that. So while Nate's trying to deal with his friend being a dingus, Amaya's decided to go, screw it. I'm going to steal the fragment. I'm going to steal the fragment from off wonderfully on her. You know why she's so channeled Leonard Schnart here? Because he'd be so proud. Oh if he knew Amaya because she's like I have this device to find out where this fear is. She literally pulls the amulet off the wave rider and is using it as a metal detector essentially uh, for the you, mystical you, energy. We exactly. love Grubbox. You know what? Leonard Snart definitely would have done this. He would have thought Gaslight, of this. Gaslight, so gatekeep, ask her an amulet. And Sarah's like so what do you think you're doing here? He's like, I'm gonna find the piece of the spear myself, and where else would it be, but inside Excalibur, inside the sword yes. and the stone? So she goes to Not pull to it out. Person, but the sword, the stone, and Excalibur—two different things. Okay, thank you for correcting me. Sorry, that was yeah, not a, that was wait, not wait. a Nate explaining. No, that was important information. But, but she is correct because you got the Excalibur from the lady in the lake. Some someone yeah. some no. throwing swords at a lake. Is not a, it's not an actual form of government. I'm being oppressed. I'm being oppressed. So, yeah, it's two different things. That, but, that was one of my favorite. Oh, wait, we forgot when Nate is a leper. And it's like, here's bring out your dad. Here's bring one. Out, I'm 
Bring out she dead. Shucks, I'm not for the time stream. I'm not dead. Actually, wait, that would have been yeah, perfect for the time she just open up. Yeah. Let start falls down Loki style. <laughs> I have been falling for 30, 30 minutes. Oh, I thought it was going to be an elf joke. I'm like, no, Rip. Hope we... you find your family. <laughs> you know what? We also forgot. We're the Knights of the Round Table. <laughs> We're able. <laughs> oh, we this do is your podcast that. telling you to, to go watch Monty Python, Python and the Holy Grail. And, and they're nuts. thinking, I I heard there's going to be a Spamalot movie somewhere along the line. So hopefully that yes. happens. Yes, this movie is very dated. Yes, we know. It's very white. But, it's, but, it, but the end is so it's so Your fun father to... was a hamster and your mother and your, smelt, no, no, your mother was a hamster and your father smelt of elderberries. <laughs> Best movie. I will fart in your general direction. I fart in your general direction. <laughs> <laughs> the Trojan the horse podcast. Well, Python. It's the whole thing. And okay, and the podcast we will say which character Monty Python and the Holy Grail we are. Excellent. Uh, after Amaya pulls this sword out, Sarah, because she's able to pull it out because she's using all of the animal strength with the totem. Gorilla bird <laughs> something else a bear. Something else. It's a, a bear a bear the cocaine bear because absolutely I cocaine see, i want to see cocaine bears we so could have had a maya and cocaine bear oh we missed out we did wait that's out. a fan fiction okay wait if you're listening. oh hold on barad cocaine bear oh no okay but could you okay that's our seat. Okay, we need to do it. Somebody needs to do a, a season three rewrite where it's Barad and Amaya working, having to deal with the. <gasps> Wait, the cocaine bear is released at another time. <laughs> the cocaine bear. Gets okay, wait, wait. Where would cocaine bear <laughs> wreak the most havoc in time? Where, where, where would we put him? Can I argue? I, I would Trump say. Was president. Okay, I would like to say I think the cocaine bear would be hilarious at um <laughs> the so- at in at the sign of the Magna Carta. <laughs> oh wait, 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 hold on. Can we have him during the signing of the US Constitution though? <laughs> <laughs> Listen, listen, George Washington versus the cocaine bear. Warrington part two! Wait, wait, wait. We need to write this down. Write this down right now! All right. In one of our more recent episodes, we will go back to the season two rewrite and we'll we'll talk a little bit about it because not enough people have read it. It's good stuff. Cocaine bear. (laughs) Beratamaya. Constitution. Well, I was going to say, my answer was the daughter party, but I, I think that <gasps> one's funnier. The <laughs> daughter party. Wait, um, hang on. Other or, great play. Andrew Jackson's inauguration. Yeah, good. You could eat him. Anyway, <laughs> there's the other. Or the bi- It's not eat the rich, it's eat the bitch. <laughs> or it's just in salvation and Jonah Hex is like, 
Huh? Jonah Hex in the co- wait, no, cocaine Jonah. bear in the season three finale. What if we That's- have to ride the cocaine bear instead of a horse? I am right. Okay, uh, Ava Sharp riding the cocaine bear. That's it. We did it. We fixed the show. Hey, uh, if any of the Legends writers are listening, hi. Can you just can you tell us that this is a good idea? In the new series, what is that new series called? The company we keep will have now a cocaine. Oh, yes. I like. I re- okay. I'm really liking the company. I have to see it, but it's like, good. okay. So but there was um. Go ahead. Wait a minute. They put up um the legends writers put up like on a board like their list of ideas, and yeah. one of them was King Shark on SNL in the seventies. You know where there's a lot of cocaine in the seventies? <laughs> the SNL set. <gasps> oh my! Wait, the co- Actually, cocaine. Okay, wait. Wait, wait. Is this week? Alan? Can I? Yes. Okay. Wait. Can I raise? I got. I got to Cocaine bear at at the at um one of the Oscars. Wait. Cocaine had last year bear echo last year. Okay. It's got to be like an effect of guys. If we don't do this, this terrible thing will happen. And also, Cocaine Bear won Best Picture. <laughs> as it should I need to go see that so Amaya pulls the sword out and at the very end you see the end is different Um, it's giving me very once upon a time flashbacks (laughs) and I don't know if I like which which season season 5 because um, because the sword and the stone The um, end of it was actually like it was broken off, and it was the dark ones if that broke a piece. Oh the dark yeah, you ones know dagger. what? I tend I tend to put once upon so a time funny. in a very dark corner of the recesses yeah, of my brain. So sorry. which it's the jankiest looking sword because it's like straight and it's all like wait. Yes, I do remember. End. I do remember. Okay. And then Sarah, after she watches Amaya pull out the sword, goes, "Damn, that was badass." <laughs> Yeah. You know Sarah's like, damn, that was hot. Yes. Sarah. And the Vixen theme playing when she's doing that. Mm-hmm. So good. Oh, yeah. We quickly go to Rip and I keep wanting to say Aobard. It's not. It's Damien. It's a Damien bitch. This, this I know. Is, this is their breakup era. So well, this sad. is when Rip realizes he is not on the same level of the pyramid scheme slash polyamory. Couple. No, he's please, bottom I, of the please, totem. He's a silver member, not a gold. Please, uh-huh. I have not recovered from the outpost yet. Don't do this to me. He's got all these swords, and Damien says, "Oh no, no, no! We don't want to slay siege. We're gonna wait, see if they'll bring it to us." And Rip goes, "Thought you wanted my expertise." That, that was, was a little very, bitchy. That was he goes, very. He goes, yeah, yeah, I'm like. Yeah, mm-hmm. I love that he goes, unlike your soldiers, I don't have one of those rain thingies. And you cannot well, control me. You know what good soldiers do? They follow orders. Good soldiers follow orders. Hey. hey. Damien Dark is going to order. <laughs> Damien Dark's Admiral Rampart era. <laughs> um. That No, Kate. He is a <laughs> Rampart. Or, or no, Rip is a Rampart. <laughs> 
<laughs> oh, 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 he was just following orders. It's <laughs> true. <laughs> so sorry i'm very no rip is a tk421 len is rampart evil len is rampart i need to i'm gonna go with a coma after this (laughs) but anyway cut back to we get back to star girl and she tells him i like i can't let you leave with that piece of the spear why not why can't i why can't you leave it's because you're in love with arthur She's like, I belong in Camelot now. It's like, oh, you fell in love with Arthur. And Courtney's like, yeah, hypocrite much? Well, Sarah's like, your make-believe kingdoms is so far. <laughs> I love that she's doing that with like getting a drink. This is this is this is foreshadowing the wine mom, Sarah. Oh this my god, true. it is. Oh, this is not the Murther we wanted, but we got it, as we said in the intro. Mm-hmm interestingly I, I guess sarah is a big reality show watcher that's very interesting listen you gotta when unwind. you have a when yeah. you have a very stressful job okay uh, go- i think tweet- sarah would i think sarah would like the love deck okay t- tweet us on which reality show do you think sarah watches the boat i think survivor but okay oh oh okay yeah sarah is okay i could see sarah watching survivor and being super critical yeah yeah she's like that's not how you do that i could do it so much better so it's like mm, you're gonna get blindsided that show is still going yeah it is do you feel insane about that because i feel a little insane that survivor right, is still amazing going. race is still going on too so i love the amazing race raised me hell's kitchen's still going hell's, yeah, hell's kitchen's still going that right I was I was in fourth grade watching. Ah, uh, good times. Oh uh, but we hear a sign of dawn is approaching. We've got to go save the day. And Sarah goes, "You heard the wizard. Let's boogie." I just love a good I Sarah love, line. That's that's that was a great Sarah send off. And then we get Absolutely. to Ray's weapon, and Ray has ionized Sir Gal. Uh, almost said Galavant. <laughs> Galahads. Hey, that's listen. That's another listen, one you should watch. So good. Oh, I could make so many gallivant jokes. I super believe. Please. I super believe in you, Ray Palmer. Uh, he says, su- "Hey, no, I super believe in you, Mithra." Yes. Oh, Barad would say that. He would. He oh, Barad watched gallivant. Absolutely. Good. Good. Uh, Ray has charge the ionic energy in Galahad's sword and one of the other odd knights goes it's a saber made of light and Ray goes yeah don't don't call it a lightsaber trademark issues <laughs> I was I was watched that just giggling like a little gremlin then like Nate like I literally runs in there and he's like what you doing buddy he says you're gonna die Rip yeah he's like you're he- hey Ram look I have seen you. You die, Ray, doing this. And Ray's like, okay, I understand you. I understand that Amaya has a fragment. But I can't leave because these men are fighting for an idea. Yeah, because like they literally said, you don't need to do this right now because we have everything we need. Camelot is about standing up for what's right. Mm -hmm. He can't leave. So So everyone else has flown to the ship. 
and everyone's a little like are we sure we can leave like right before a battle and sarah's trying to go no we have to go they already had two pieces i can't risk them getting oh, a yahtzee yeah um, and mako's um, what's yahtzee also I'm- i would like to say in this part that martin says we love to fight another day and i am personally victimized by that line love to fight another day shut up you know I what though love but shut up you know also i think amaya has gotten into sarah's head at this point, which yeah and they got good. into each other's yeah there it, it really wasn't good in this situation because they're about to leave and Nate's like no, we cannot leave right now well we're right live to find it that's on par with an adventure of a lifetime uh, yes when nate gets back they're all see they're all having fights and blaming each other if you left ray you left so-and-so. I thought you were going to unevilify the team. I was going to if we had time. Hey. This is a good Sarah-Mick exchange because Mick decides, hey, yes. I'm, not, I'm not leaving right here. Mick went F this and stands up and Sarah says, I'm ordering you to sit down. And Mick's like, and, you're ordering me? Uh, you lady. Me, you, yeah, and he gets... It gets Don't dark threaten me, Blondie. Yeah. There, in that moment... That was when I knew things changed between them. Yeah. That was the start of things changing. And this, and we, knowing what happens to make the season, that moment, it's another, um, he's lost another support. Yeah. It's like a, another nail in the coffin that is Mick wanting to be exactly. a Yeah. Rewatching the season and knowing what Mick is going to do in two episodes is you're starting to see the dominoes fall into place. Mm-hmm. But then, like, but Amaya steps in because Amaya, and she has a very like brutally honest line of "I'll be damned if my decision ruins another team." Yeah, because yeah. she realizes that she's so gun ho about you know avenging rex's death avenging charles's death that she's taking tactics over people and that's not how legends the legends work at all yeah and then martin also says nope i'm not gonna i'm we're not leaving ever and the others soon agree so what happens is that martin jackson stop martin jackson nick (laughs) i can't talk lately on this podcast they decide we're going to stay, figure out um, the transmitter and receiver to hopefully stop the army. Sarah leads Amaya and Nate into battle. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're going to do to save Ray's sweet, sweet dumbass. And so Mick, Jackson, Stein go and Mick puts on like the essentially the commander. Wait, no. We're going to say that this was all Jax's idea because Jax right, this is Jax's idea. Oh, yeah, yeah. And Jax goes, we're doing this from we need all the rage, literally from Mick's brain to sort out everything. Because literally we need to go balls the wall. Yeah, because put the dog collar on, Professor. Literally, mm-hmm. we have to think that right now Mick has Safe the place. darkest mind of all of the legends. Because, yeah. Mick's seen some crap. I do love the line, though, where Martin is objecting and says, I have more patents than he has felonies. And that's saying something. Shut up. Exactly. <laughs> did, you, did you shut up because he told you to shut up? Or did you 
I love that. Because you wanted to. Do. Well, answer me. It's like that that was like that was some good acting there. Like I was chilled a little and bit. Then, like, and then like and then like literally makes like answer him. I love thing. it. And then Victor, and yeah, Victor and Dom are, and Franz are very good. And great scene. Mick gets to fulfill his destiny, as he says. God help us. <laughs> That's Stein's response. I love it. Yeah. And, and then, <laughs> the battle, then. The battle. This is great directing. Again, same person who directed oh, White Knight. Yes. The slow mo fight, the mud, the colors. It's like you're watching a movie. That's what it felt like to me. For a minute, I forgot it was just a 42-minute episode. It was like I was watching a movie play out. You can forget, like, we don't have a budget. It looks really good. It's I the, love the, the slow-mo. The filter they used on it was great. It's it's so good. I wrote down about Guinevere's armor here. I was like, you know what? They had her decently armored up for this, and I'm glad. yeah. They didn't do little. They didn't do. Yeah, they I'm glad. Did um, they did as good as when they do Brianna um in um Game of Thrones? Tar- yeah, they, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't sexualize the armor, which is great. I love that. Mm-hmm. And, and Nate Guinevere has a moment. She is. I wish mm. Guinevere came back. Mm-hmm. I'm just. But... Like, I'm, I'm sorry. I'm just thinking. I'm Gwendolyn Christie as Guinevere now. Oh. Valid. I valid. yeah, valid. Kira Knightley is Guinevere in the 2004 movie. I need again. I need to watch that movie. Yeah, baby. Hannibal recommended reading 2004 <laughs> King Arthur. We spent we spent four months together on a horse. Two horses. <laughs> I have to watch that one too. It's and it's really great when you. I love that it's a it, the subtitles say stirring music. As the three legends enter the scene and immediately start joining into the fray, fray, swords are going. Uh, Nate steals up and ends up meeting Ray on the battlefield. And Nate's like, Well, I came to fight for a friend, a really dumb friend. I love them. Yeah. I, and then I love, we're going to defeat the evil army. We're going to supercharge them with all of Mick's trauma and rage and pain okay you know what i love we never talk about this enough you know what i love that the colors on this is literally uh blue and pink which is some of the bicolor yeah yeah also also sorry i don't say no but i do love that they have they have rays they have to give Brand. They give Brand that super cool action shot where he just like leaps up, yeah, slays a guy down. Yeah, sorry, so I, had, I, ha- I had to put that in because no, that's no. you see, you got that's that. one you see in the marketing so much. You do, you do, and then like they're like, just let it go, Mick. And you, I kind of want to know what thoughts he sends out to them. I would have been so curious of what made it overload. Knowing what we do about Mick's history, and we do see more. I, I just, it's and we see it in Welcome in the Jungle too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he, he Mick literally utters line, "Poor babies." Which yeah, it's really sad. It is it's, because it's sad. We know that 
Mick was abused. We know that like his only literally his only friend died for him. We know he has some stuff. We know he has inflicted self-harm. Yeah, yeah. Um he's burnt he literally burned his skin in whatever his it wasn't he he was he was he's got he's got ser- he's got serious burns that he doesn't show well, anyone. He has PTSD. There's no oh, way mm-hmm. he doesn't. He's and been- also Chronos. Yeah. Exactly. Chronos. Oh, Where his fire. mind was white <laughs> over and over again. And then the eye masters played with his brain, which is why I never got why he said yes to this whole thing in the first place. So I, again, it's sometimes you just feel like you're going to, it's sometimes, I think it's just, he's going through the most. And then you're literally alone on the wave rider by yourself, feeling depressed, anxious, or whatever you're feeling and everybody hates you. So yeah, he has a lot of crap going on in his brain Mm -hmm. and I wouldn't want to be on the other end of that. And so he just lets it rip. You know, that's just us theorizing. But you know, it's all there. The subtext is there. He lets it rip and everyone basically keels over. And you see like the devices are shorting out on their heads. And then like King Arthur goes after Rip and says, you (sighs) wizard. Vile wizard. wizard. And he cuts his horse, drops Rip. He, this is the most pathetic. Yeah, he this is, has ever looked. Yeah, yeah until like later this season. But yeah, this is Arthur, pure. Yeah, because Arthur has splashed him in the stomach. He is bleeding out, and Damien is over him. Literally, his face is all staring being, out at him. He's he in goes, the mud. The mud. <laughs> it is ultimate. This is the most. This, it, it is this is, this is Mary everything this is what Mary likes to, I know this is what Mary likes to see honestly this is what Rip Hunter's yeah this is Rip Hunter's lowest this, point right now if Rip Hunter was in Mizumono this is not as bad as Mizumono okay. oh I pronounced it wrong I'm so sorry but no like, you're good like, this is definitely well this is just his little pathetic meow meow sad voice this, and he and is... you know what damien knows he's a meow meow at this point i know because damien goes mm, i don't do rescues he's like yeah help me I don't help me it's very lion king long live the king oh my yes. god it's, oh damien dark is literally scar <laughs> yeah yeah he is <laughs> But also, this is very important. We get the iconic shot of Sarah Lance in armor yes. strutting through this battlefield with her sword, taking the people out. Is immaculate. It's following her through the battle. We get the zoom in on her face as she just looks down at Rip with pity, but also just disgust of this is what you are now. This is she. You can and see the the pity, the, the pity. The frustration, the anger, the exhaustion from the battle because you're spending a lot of energy out there. And he's pretty much like, oh, you're gonna kill me now? You're gonna kill me. And she goes, no. She's not gonna give him the satisfaction of dying at all. As the wave rider is descending down. That's so great. No. He's here to save his life. 
But then Ray sees Davy and Dark getting away. He goes, for he's the honor of my... He's you know, got on a horse with no quite, name. This is quite some fun. If you, again, if you go with this scene and then go with the future, this is probably why Nora didn't want to sound like her father. That she mm-hmm. was literally dating Ray Palmer. It's because of the scene. It's a great sword fight between them. Oh, yeah. And Ray wins, which is great. And that's probably why Davy and Dark does not like him at all. We think Ray's dead for a time and Nate goes over like, no. Uh, you know, oh my god, the love of my life is dead. <laughs> as, the, as the music from Titanic plays in the background. No, it's... But you expect it to. I have and, to admit, I did love Damien's little fake. I was like, I surrender. I and then him. Yep. <laughs> Punk. Violate a little Geneva Convention there. <laughs> Geneva uh, Convention doesn't exist yet. To, to quote my friend, it's a Geneva suggestion. Yeah, yeah basically. But Ray uses his lightsaber to win the day. So there's that. I love that thing. It's so good. And then when Nate comes back, Nate just calls the bastard like three, two or three times yeah. when he's going over. And it's like, it's, I'm not Ray. I'm Sir Raymond of the Palms. And Nate's like, buddy. I'm never gonna call, gonna call you, you that. that. I love that because nobody's Unless gonna ever call him that. So the battle's won. <laughs> the battle's won. The evil is kind of de- is defeated for now. Wait, for the now. evil the the battle's won, and we kind of done. <laughs> and so Sarah and Guinevere are talking. And Sarah says, "Well, it was nice to meet you, Guinevere." And Guinevere says, oh, we "It was nice to meet that, you." Like, uh, oh, Courtney decided to stay. Courtney's staying. She's love. very happy to see Arthur. They don't even um, kiss. No, come on! I, you had the straight Arthur. They could Arthur, Arthur. Arthur goes and thanks him and says, "Oh, I, I tales of you." I think and Arthur I like the- is very faithful to his wife at this point. I don't know. I weird. do like here that as sad as I am, we never see Charles and Amaya interact again, but Courtney gives Amaya the same blessing that Todd gave. Like, you have a new home now. Just oh. like I have a new home. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I really we, like that moment. Because he actually, what's sad is we don't actually know if Arthur feels the same way as her. Oh, that unrequited love. Yeah. Uh-huh. We obviously don't know that Guinevere doesn't say way Arthur does about her. Yeah, because maybe, Guinevere maybe goes, it's just a common law marriage. Maybe. It's true. Because Guinevere's like, and it was very nice, and I really enjoyed meeting you, Sarah Lance, a lot. A lot. Sarah Lance a lot. I like I that. I like that. So, yeah. Ray comes it was just so much fun considering the Lancelot was the reason of the fall of Camelot because exactly. he macked on. He literally macked on. Yeah, Gwendolyn, Guinevere. Gwendolyn. Yeah, exactly. Now I'm on the Gwendolyn like. Gwendolyn, I'm Christie. If you ever somehow listen to this podcast, I think you would make a bomb. Oh, I'm agreeing. So much that my brain just. I wish I got to see you as Sitsyan in a Midsummer Night's Dream. Yes, I I know it's good. And Ray comes in like a 
buffoon <laughs> interrupting that <laughs> moment. Because we forgot Guinevere knighted Ray. Yes. So we technically did. Ray Ray is a sir now. He is Sir Raymond of the Palms. He is Sir Ray Raymond is the of only the legend with a knighthood. Yeah. Yeah, but Mick is a forefather. There That's you true. go. Who wins? Which, who wins? Um, I would I mean I think I think a knighthood. Is Ray is Raymond of the Palms in Spamalot in my yeah. Python of the Holy Grail in the he's, Legends verse? He's Sir, not appearing yes. in this movie. I, I, I just had this vision now of Nora reading a King Arthur and coming across the legend of Sir Raymond the Palm and be like, oh, I was like, wait, hang on a minute, Ray, get over here. I, I just love he's Sir not appearing. Oopy. Yes. So they're about to leave and then uh, Ray stops her and says, well, you know, Sarah, every good legend's got to end with a kiss. I mean, Snart sure did. Yeah. And Sarah goes back and she and Guinevere kiss and it is great. Yay. That was that was not come back. You're right. I would have loved to see Guinevere again. Remember earlier how we talked about what if we had picked up some other people from the past instead of or with it, Amaya? Like um You mean like kind of like Bill and like Masako? Like, like Bill and Chad, Jonah Hex, and Guinevere would have had a great uh-huh. time travel team. I like that. Yes. I th- I think that has potential. Write it. You, Someone write it. Can I Get just off. say, Get listen, off. consider Masako and Guinevere training together. Yes. Jonah okay, Hex so is there. swords. You know what? Masako and uh, wait, hold Masako and Guinevere end up together. That's fine. I like it. Hey, yeah. hey, if they swing that way, I, I support it. If they, if you know, at the same time, I also love a strong female friendship. Yes, that's too. But Jonah Hex just be like, damn, Jonah I can't Hex, get it. Jo- what you Jonah, Jonah Hex is the him though. What you have kind of essentially done is just done when Zari and Charlie. And John are on a case together. <laughs> yes, that's oh true. my gosh, it's Legends of Meow Meow. It is. <laughs> Who would be the cat? I want Jonah to be the cat. I think Joe. Just is this cat? Wait, is it's Nathan cat with a little bit of a screwed up face? <laughs> it's a cat with puppet, a patchwork. Puppet Jonah Hex. Uh, so yay! Through history. <laughs> So they they all they kiss. It's great. We're back on the ship. Mick has a line of "My brain saved the day." My big. Yes, I love did. this little argument. He goes, "My big brain." <laughs> mm-hmm. He's kind of uh, lording it over Mark, he's, which I love. He's love it. He's as the kids say, he's got that big brain, mm-hmm. and he's kind of teasing Martin, which he well deserves over it. But episode doesn't end there. Jack oh, no. takes a little visit to the brig where we've got uh, Rip Hunter. Oh, yes. This was very reminiscent to when they have Vandal Savage in the same day. This, hey. is, this, is, this is his season two Will Graham era. Yes, it is. It is. Oh, wait. Um, oh, Lord. Rip Hunter is Will Graham. Mm. <laughs> no. 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 I feel like Rip is a, is a slightly better person. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> slightly. We have Listen, to emphasize I, slightly. Slightly, because even 
even Rip would not abandon his old life and family and wife and child. Oh, we actually, he was, he kind of thought about it with Jonah X. Never mind. Yeah. I for, and we I had have, that Hanagram AU for those two. He didn't have Jonas yet when he was with Jonah X. He still had a wife, yeah. I think. <laughs> he, he has a wife, you know. <laughs> do you know what her, do you know what her name I is? Do. <laughs> that I almost killed you and Sarah stopped you. Stop me. I love, I love, I do like that Rip says, well, I'm a captive audience. And he goes, we've got the spear. Didn't he say we got the spear? I'm trying to think. He's, 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 he, he I like Jack's, he's, he puts on a very, he puts on like, Jack's gets a little sinister for a second. He's like, uh, you are no longer the captain and this is not your ship. Yep. Yeah, I love that. And then he goes, I'm not showing you mercy twice. Yeah. And then he kind of gets out of there. And then like This is such a great closer. This is it is. Um Rip is like, Gideon. Yeah. Yes, Captain. I'm here. You're always here. You you always are. Been here. And it just ends the shot on on Oh my um, god. And you know, like Arthur is so goddamn good. good. Again, at the end of this. Gideon gets the better man because Rip was just toxic for her. And he was. Rip was a broken wife. He was much better. Gary. Listen, was she thought she could fix her. him. Can't fix that. Nope. Gary was much better. You're the for other her. woman, babe. Gar- Gary was more validating to her feelings. It's true. Mm-hmm. And that's where the episode ends. Is that little cliffhanger, which <laughs> is such a great <laughs> setup for. Oh no! Like he has all the controls. It's kind of your oh crap moment. Realize that that wait, wait, remember, like, it's rip ship before he he's he Jacks and him are on the same knowledge of knowing that ship. Yeah, and with the, the, after with the next episode coming up, you're just like, oh, I wonder what's gonna happen. It's just fun, fun episode. It's a great episode. Like we said, back half of season two, it's kind of hit yeah. It, hit. It's it's banger really after hard. banger after yeah. banger. It gets hard after this like ranking stuff. To be honest, it was a hard rank today. Yeah. But are there any other thoughts we have in the episode? Nate didn't need to be there to be honest. <laughs> like you didn't need him. And I'm that's gonna the say saddest part. I'm gonna say I did love um the gayness of the it model no yes i well, like always. the model um i like i was very drawn i think more in this episode to the cinematography of it mm-hmm. a little more than the plot in some ways and the plot's great but the cinematography was cinematography great. takes yeah, it for yeah, this yeah. one yeah. and then like the again battles. i love damien dark just being like <laughs> damien dark no so bitchy in this episode and i hi guys he's like i love his little I joke don't, I, don't do I don't do rescues mick mick and it, all his trauma yay mick saving the day this is trauma. the start i think this trauma. is the start of seeing mick real mix mick mix kind of getting out of the complacency stage mm-hmm. and starting to realize this isn't Again, right. we go through this storyline and 
later on we find that the legends never learned from this damn yeah. storyline. Uh-huh. Damn legends. Nothing's ever but learned. Another notch in Sarah's body count, though. I mean, both kinds, but fair. Fair. fair, though. We talk about she she has the most game. We just we debated this last week. It's Sarah or John yeah. that has the most game. Mm-hmm. But I think it's Sarah overall. Okay. She look, one of your gorgeous. 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 Um because we had okay. Nissa, we had um the nurse in Night the of the nurse. Hawk. We yeah. had uh the Queen, Queen of France. Of France. Yeah. And now we have No, we had we, all can, the girls in Salem. Can we do we count Snark? Oh that's as a but half, we're not there yet. Snark count as a half point. No, we were. Least. I I you know what? I'll count Snark because that's still a kiss. Hey, wait, we we were, remember she picked them up in Salem. We were there for season two. Oh yeah, starter. that one girl. So they were gonna oh, burn that's right. her to the stake. So, yeah, so are we so... at like six? Mm-hmm. Nissa, nurse, snart, girl in Salem, Salem. girls, mm-hmm. Queen of France. Oh, going over here. We're at seven. We're we're at six. Seven. I can't Dang. count. She got oh, good game. for her. She got game. This, as I said, this is very important to us. Life after we're death. Yeah, do we count Oliver? No, yeah, I don't. <laughs> I could. I I could. That, that me and no. trash. Before you get to rankings, you know which um, Holy Grail character you are most like. Yes. Um, you say the same thing with me. I'm going to be so mad. No, I'm um, go ahead. I'm going to go with Tim. Um, I don't really have a reason. I just think Tim is out there vibing. And by himself with the evil bunny rabbit. And that's the life I would like. What about you, Eden? I'm the evil rabbit. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, we're so happy. I love it. Together. <laughs> um, I would say that I am Sir Robin because yeah, I, I was going to say Sir Robin. Because I, I, I am Sir a chicken Robin. shit. Um, honestly, Sir Robin is the very Gary. He's the best. So Robin has, is the best. He he, ha- he literally has a band of minstrels honestly, giving him- he has the soundtrack to his life, no matter how yeah. much he hates it. Honestly, so if I'm if I'm gonna be honest though, I'm probably Pat, the guy who clicks after Sir Arthur all the time. That's probably I'm who I am. Yes, oh. Patsy. I'm the Patsy. I love <laughs> oh, by the way, in the musical, uh Patsy's Jewish, so it's be like, Where'd you get the coconuts? To- yeah, it's fun. He's like, um, it, there's no Jews here. We're all like, um, English. And Patsy's like, I'm a Jew. I'd like to be the lady of the lake, but I'm not. Mm. Just whatever happened to my Let, heart. Let's, listen, listen. It was dude, we'll go to, from the start. When, when we meet now up again, happy. we'll go to a pool. We'll, <laughs> I'll just I'll get you a dress. I'll get you. I'll go to the pool. I'll put my lightsaber and we'll just take some photos. There you Excellent. Go. We're gonna start singing the whole entire Spamala if we don't stop. We're gonna. The whole hotel is gonna be weirded out by us, but hey, we're having a good time. Get us go. We're having a good time now. Gaslight, gatekeep, Lady of the Lake. <laughs> Although so, I would like to be the killer rabbit because the killer rabbit is the best thing to be ever. The best. Yeah. Yeah, I I love I the killer rabbit is one of the funniest parts. Okay, so you can I also love, be the historian. 
I oh, do. <laughs> like, the I'm the, the daddy, the, the historian that gets fucking murked. Sorry. You know what but I love? The historian that gets murked? I well, no, guy, I don't want that to happen to you. I love the guy at the bridge. What's your favorite color? Blue, no. Actually, wait, wait. You know who the three of us are? We're the nice French. Say me. Oh. No, we're the French. Because we're just watching us all and we're just going having shits and giggles. We're the French. I I thought we were gonna be the guys that are like an African swallow. That's just this podcast is all of us. Whenever we talk about time travel, we are talk that same thing about could be an African swallow. Yeah. I don't could have the Photoshop skills at um one point one no. If I did though, I would Photoshop all our heads on the Holy Grail. You should. Let's do it. Do it. Wait, I should make a, I mean, a special logo. <laughs> this week's legends. Next week, Camelot yeah. 1000. It's a silly and Holy place. Grail. That's not good to Camelot. It's a silly place. Camelot. We like to dance a lot. A lot. Eden, yes. What would you rank this episode? I'm still putting turncoat as one because I, there's something about Tur- well, it's hot. Rip Hunter, let's not lie, and mm. and the um George M- Mick love that I like. Um, this is my number two. All right now, so yeah, so one turncoat, two. Camelot 3000 and then the rest that I don't know remember because I haven't kept my promise and wrote it down. <laughs> That's okay. We still love you. Okay. Hey, how would you rank this episode this week? I put this is currently mine in my number three spot. Um, I'm sorry, Legion of Doom just still takes it from me with um yeah. with all of this seeing my girl. <laughs> um so Legion of Doom. Turncoat, Camelot 3000, Raiders, Chicago Way, Out of Time, Compromise, Shogun, Outlaw Country. Again, we all know what's going to be at the bottom of that damn list. Abominations. Yeah, first abomination. That that might be like bottom four of the show. Again, that one will never move for any of us. It's going to be the bottom of it. It's not moving. Nope. So I think for me this week, I've also deviated. Uh, Turncoat's still my number one. Love it. Good associations with Turncoat. Legion of Doom is still my number two. If that's a, if that's a hard one for me because I love Pamela and that. So it's like I'm gonna deviate from both of you. And that Raiders is my third. Mm. I'm still keeping Raiders oh. as my third for me. And this is hard because Camelot 3000 is really good. It's currently at my number four. Okay. Which there's a lot that's gonna. There are some. Then there are still so many really good episodes yeah, coming this season. I think the thing is, I and you're kind of. Mm. I kind of do want to switch it because I do like. Legion yeah, because, I probably uh, because Nate puts it down a couple of points. Ah, be- uh, I got. I yeah, I might have switched Raiders and Camelot now because I just I forgot. I I had a brain fart. We'll have to see with. Um... Sorry, my neighbor's playing music suddenly. <laughs> Oh boy! Yeah, so so one is turncoat, two is Legion of Doom, and then three is yeah is um. No, it's still in my four slot. I think I still put Raiders above Camelot just for me. But I, I do just, agree I, the cinematography in this yeah one that's what slaps my, so and, hard and I do love the Seth Rarick, um 
plot line again with this one too that's why it's a little bit higher for me Mm -hmm. such a good episode okay where are we going next week on legends next week we are well ray's going home next week good raise their home we are gonna (laughs) no that's later (laughs) no we are are actually going to um we're going to see some more evil rip shenanigans and we get to we so we get to go we land we do land of the lost then we journey to the center of the rip Mm. more evil rips and it's also the first on-screen appearance of one of our okay. favorite characters. We get Amy Pemberton graces all with her presence. Oh, this is a when this happened, I remember when this aired. I Same. remember the screenshots, the tweets, the Tumblr posting. What just happened? The, I, I have some good fandom memories of this one. Here? Yes, love this episode. It's a great one. And I can't wait to discuss it with you guys. And of course, if you want to discuss this episode with us or any other episode, you can follow us on Twitter with at Week Legends. Follow us on Instagram with Legends of Next Week. And if you want to email us, you can always email us at legendsofnextweek at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you and your favorite Monty Python quotes. And if you haven't listened to it yet, listen to Spamalot. So good. Yes. Also, the company you keep is out. So if you want to watch that. Yes. That's uh, some we good stuff. Talk to Emily F. And, Cheever and she talked about Jess it. Jess McCallan is going to be on an episode. So if you want to yes. see Yes. Also, fingers crossed that we get to see more legends on the show. Mm, We're open. Yeah. Not with that. We're going to see you all next week. I'm your host, Mary. I'm Eden. And I'm Kate. See you all some other week. Bye, guys. Farewell.